You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Neo-Maxi Zoom Dweeby. What is a geek? Portals, motor pants, blood, blood, waist oil, Dweeby, big head, geek, geek, geek. All right, hello and welcome again, everyone, to another episode of... Wait, did you say go ahead? <laughs> God damn it, my dog is... Hold on. Leave this in, Mitch. Whenever you're ready. Oh, is Mitch here? No. No, but I'm... That was a note for the edit. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to go again. Hello and welcome again, everyone, to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, episode number 215. For those of you who are counting, uh, I think we're the only ones still counting, but episode 215, I'm one of your trio of hosts tonight, Jeff Albright. Matt Oren. And I'm Jake Becker. Yeah. So, wait a minute. Um, does it does it matter oh, that shit, we the, the, the number of the episodes? Like, do we do it for us? I like do it. it. Like, it's historical documents. We I, we should have it as organized as possible, right? I think, like, one of my geekiest things is telling people I've recorded 215 episodes of a podcast over yeah. several years. So, yeah, I like the number. We've done We're actually like two or three extra. Right. The point fives kind of thing. The, the specials, like the High Plains... And yep. then there was one with Funches that we didn't keep a number on, I think. Yeah. Oh, Funches. And maybe so like great. Star Wars Spectacular or something with Roger. I think so. Yeah. Jordan. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that one got a number either. I think you are correct. Yeah. No. Which always brings that up. But that that's part of the fun of numbering it, too, is having the special episodes that aren't numbered that you know are a special holiday or a one-off mm. edition. Yeah. I, well, I was I thinking like on my podcast, what, I'm a regular listener of. I wonder if podcasts could ever sell like NFTs, like become, you know, valuable. Like you can own, you know, let's say our first episode, you make it available. There's only a hundred thousand episodes available to mm-hmm. purchase and then it's gone forever or something well, like that. I mean, you can still record people and bootleg it, I guess, but yeah, I was going to say Marin did that like 10 years ago when he decided he didn't want to pay server fees on thousands of episodes. Right. Right. He burned the first hundred episodes on 500 DVDs and sold them on his website. Like before the Obama days, before it was huge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was like the only place to get them. But I, now I think there's some like special paid service you can get to listen to them. So that's what NFTs are, right? Not fungible. Well, yeah. They're more like little video clips. Yeah, or still images. Yeah, still images, correct. So like a cell. Yeah. Except not. The ones I own are basketball highlights, so it's like three different camera angles of a basketball highlight packaged in a little video, and you just get to see this highlight, and it lasts, let's say the whole thing lasts like eight seconds, and then there's like, um, let's say 100,000 of them made, or even sometimes less, like 80, 50,000, and then you own one of them. The high value yeah. ones are all one-off. Now, what does that mean that you own it? Can you license it out? You can sell it back on the market. Um, so basically, like, if you get, the, let's say there's 34,000 of this one card, if you own number one or this one NFT, if you, and they, they, they sell them to you like cards. You get them in a pack, you rip the pack open, um, and then you go through each one. But let's say you get number one, it's worth a shit ton, or you get the last one number 34,000 or you get the player's number or number 6969 or, you know, 
anything that at a weird number, number 420, then you can put a value on it and people will spend money on it. I think right. the most, the most one has ever sold is like a LeBron James and it's gone for, I think it was like $250,000. Um, so it becomes like a, maybe 400. That's just in like the card style ones though. There's been, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sold for like 15, 16. Yeah. I'm just so talking about NBA top shot. In no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we need to realize that there are lower values so that everyday people are probably going to start doing it. So my question then is, um, is it kind of like the digital version of collecting cards, collectible cards? Yes, totally. That's what like it is. That. Remember that? Yes. How much I used to worth? collect baseball cards. Yeah. Remember what they were worth in the nineties? They were worth a lot. And then know what they're worth now? Not a lot. Yeah. Actually, no, they are again. Well, they're going back up, but they're not worth anything like they were. Yeah, cards are going through the roof again. The certain ones, certain ones. Yeah, you can't um, buy in, uh, in New York with a Mickey Mantle anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like modern players. Um, LeBron James rookies, Tom Brady rookies, selling so for then, like $2.5 million, $2.2 million. So then could um, some of these companies, interesting, could they like release those cards, those pictures from those cards with the stats well, and the graphic? And sell them as NFTs. Well, that's kind of what the what I'm talking about is that's the the, uh, he's doing. Is there the, the thing I'm buying. Yeah, and those that's basically what they are. People, the high high dollar ones. Yeah, it's just you. Right. There's one. It's not this like one of thirty four thousand. Sure. 000. Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's, that's what, and that's what I'm getting. Okay. At. Like you own Some, something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really into crypto. I've talked about it a little bit. That's why I was kind of late because I was transferring some shit. But that's a huge thing in the crypto market is memes of, let's say, Dogecoin or Shibu coin or Bitcoin, little two second videos of a coin spinning on the moon. But it's really like 3D imagery, really well done. Those those sell for, like Jake said, it could be a one-off of those. And then crazy crypto people will spend, you know, $100,000 in Bitcoin or something to well, own that one thing. What I don't understand is, uh, there's a lot. It's like owning a piece of art. I, I don't know or understand. However, the one thing that I'm well, thinking big, of is the, the mining of it. Is, is the mining of it kind of like Pokemon Go where all the certain places it's better? Or you just need to just, just the tech? No, just, you need the, the tech and the power. power. Yeah, the computer power. What is it doing? You're solving algorithms for someone who will not tell you what you're doing. Got you. Okay, so another. All right, all right, all right. There's just coins out there, basically, from what I understand. Processing power to essentially decrypt encryption. The coins are basically the reward you get for doing these unsolvable math. Oh, right. Doing the math problems for someone none of us know who it is or what they're using these algorithms and problems for. Really? Yes. So it's a reward system. It's not a money system. And right. you still need real money to buy it. Oh, shit. It, it's, it's, so who's behind the scenes? It's very dangerous. And people are getting really excited about it like it's new money, yeah. even though everyone's working for free for some corporation or individual. Well, they're saying working, but yeah. what, is the wor- what is the work that they're doing? It's, Their computer's doing it. Well, you got to pay your electric bill and you yeah, got to pay for all that gear, yeah, dude. Sure. And do all that gear's that. not cheap, man. You're, you're run, yeah, you're running all this shit to solve algorithms that they put out into the system, and you don't have to have a basis or understanding why. It's like guys who are working on the A bomb. You were working. And also, you were working I saw, on a transistor. You have no idea right. what the fuck it attaches to. No, you're 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 right. I, I understand there's that. Seg- but that's how they're doing this. Is they're segmenting these problems for people to solve, and at the end, you get awarded a fraction of a coin, a coin in quotes of this thing that they make that. They, nobody knows who the person is running it or anything. Some of the other ones are more transparent, but it's basically the same model. 
except that the other ones have no goal. They're just piggybacking the same ideology as Bitcoin. Somebody, a bit, somebody who is in charge of Bitcoin has a goal. A lot so, of the inventors of these coins um, have they've given up their initial investments uh, long ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the guy who created Dogecoin, he sold everything he had for a Honda Civic. Yeah, because um, he didn't have a bigger ideology. He didn't know. He wasn't using yeah. the algorithms people were solving for him to do anything. He but just, I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a joke to him. It yeah, was just like this. secretly running Bitcoin though is definitely doing something with all that math. So this is this could essentially be some large shady corporation that's outsourcing its computer equipment by letting people mm. do the work for it. Not even me. No. Sure, is either a person or a corporation doing that? It's not even debatable. That is exactly what's happening. That's nefarious. Yeah, and people get excited about it because they think there's a financial opportunity. But it's all in mining. You're talking about in mining. In mining, but that's the whole. Yeah. Things based on yeah, the mining yeah. is what's doing the work for something. It's like SETI used to use. You can allow your computer to do computational mm-hmm. stuff or scanning, right? The collective, but it's SETI. But instead of getting like a cool nylon sweatshirt after like five years of doing it, you get like pieces of money, right? Throughout doing it, well, you get pieces of something that other people might want. Therefore, it has value. Well, and people, people are making money. And initially wanted it because you could trade what they were doing for drugs and, you know, sex. People are making money farming. I mean, it's a real, or I'm sorry, mining. It's real. And they're making money at it. You, but you get the Bitcoin, you flip it in the fiat, put it in your bank, or you invest it in other shit, move it somewhere. Yeah, but there, there, there will be an abrupt fuck up on it. Well, people are looking at it. I mean, the government is like, okay, we want to know about crypto. They want to tax it. No, I... I understand. Like if Bitcoin is Bitcoin then, is the same. And nobody has any everybody has nothing. Yeah. No, I understand. And that's I, I definitely agree with like a gold standard or even silver, something that has Bit, uh, Bitcoin you, is the standard of cryptocurrency. Yeah, but what do you need to buy it? Government money? You need government um, money to buy it or you have to mine it? No, you can no, there are other ways to purchase. You can you can buy it with any other coin. How, how do you get those in the first place? You mine them or you buy them with real government money that's based in something, right? Well, yeah, you flip your fiat, That's that's, but it's not really based. You can print. They just talked about printing $4 trillion extra dollars this year, not so not the, based on the gold but, standard. It's just because they can print it. You need one of those dollars to buy a Bitcoin, right? Oh, I wish they were worth a dollar, but... No, but you need those monies. You need government-funded money to be able to buy any of the starting point because that, that money is the gold standard to the fake okay money. sure yeah i guess at one point yeah so nah, i mean there's is. other ways around it you don't always have to have it i'm not gonna you, but you can get it from somebody else who paid for it who's giving it to you just you like, could trade yeah. somebody your lambo or a kilo of cocaine for that's, bitcoin that's i mean giant, but that's government money because those, <laughs> those are based on the standard of what they're worth to government money <laughs> Right. All right. Yeah, that's semantic. Anything is worth what it's worth. standard is. It is kind of. I believe. Yeah, because gold has value. Well, no. I mean, no, no, no. Wait. 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 wait, wait, wait. No. 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 Actually. Actually, Jake. Jake. No. Actually, you're wrong. But R, you're only talking about America. So if people in China are buying it, or people in Japan or Norway, they're not buying it with. They're not buying it on the gold standard of the American dollar. I mean, no, their money's back the same way as ours, and actually, we're pretty much the standard of what everybody bases their worth on worldwide. Right. Okay. That's true. Including all of all of the coin. 
It's all based this isn't, on trades for and real money. This sounds like we're doing crypto geeks. Yeah, well, we are not. It's just, well, we talk about super villains all the time, and certain people are uh, trading. I mean, I don't know. And I'm learning. I learn every day. I mean, literally, that's all I'm doing is I'm learning every day. So I, I really, I, I'm on the, I know the tip of the needle of anything about anything about it. Right. You but truly be Elon Musk. But behind I, yeah, us. I did competitive math for years and I'm a state. There, oh, there are a lot of people still. behind it, man. There's a lot of people. Um, I mean, you can find their names. Um, Elon Musk is just a he's, he's kind of a pawn as compared to some of the people that like the dude who created Ethereum. Jeff, that's what I'm saying. We've always talked about super villains like Bezos is Lex Luthor. I think that sure, is man, I don't think it. Right. I don't think he, uh, him as a he has presidential ambitions. He has. Who? Bezos? Uh, Bezos, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I don't trust that. He slipped like a couple years ago and said something. Of course he will. And And he's done some dirty shit. Where where all it takes is... Bezos has definitely done adrenochrome. All right, well... (laughs) I'm kidding. I think think as much as I love Elon Musk's presence, I feel that he might be up to some nefarious shit. I don't... And I don't even Uh, think think it's nefarious. I think he's so on the spectrum that he's just like, I'm getting it. He's done. I think he wants us to think. I think he's the Riddler. No, I don't think so at all. I think he's a good dude. I'm trying to think of the right villain that just thinks they're like... Well, I don't think so. I think he's a good guy. I almost think he's like, who's that guy? The Sentry? Who's like a good guy, but he's Mm -hmm. also... That's that's yeah. That's kind of what I was looking for, or like the Punisher, where he's like, "No, I'm doing the thing," and you're like, "You don't get why right. it's a problem." And he's like, "What are you talking about? I did the right. thing." Right. Jake, what did you think? Because speaking of, I mean, this it's an established thing, and it's weird that fucking Leno did it, but the new um, Tesla S Plaid just set the production car zero to sixty record. Did you see that? I'm sure you may hate it or not yeah, agree with it, but I think it was the quarter mile, wasn't it? I, I, I see that's in the, I don't know that. I know Jay Leno bought a okay, car Leno's right away. It, I think it's the quarter mile. Leno like talked point, about it immediately after, which is like my favorite part. Well, he said he lo- absolutely loved the car, though. It's kind of what I read about. <laughs> yeah, when he was like doing that video in front of all the Tesla press, and then when sure, he but then after the video later on, he was well, like, yeah, I, I could not. It's electric. See I mean, it's cool. It makes no noise, and I don't exactly. Like it. He is no noise, but yeah. Well, and it doesn't. It's um, the speed of it is amazing, though. The zero to sixty. That I mean, that was it's so cool. Yeah, no, they're awesome. They're fucking badass. But they're like, uh, it's like a cell phone. It's like a modern phone. Like it doesn't matter how mechanically advanced you are. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like they're yeah. very stripped down. I mean, I you only get a computer screen, like, and they have the worst build quality of any car put out since the fucking Yugo. They're pieces of shit. Oh what man, what I'm about an on. electric car? With my crypto that produces. Um, the sound of engine and, and, you know, I think you you can can do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They do that. But yeah. And they they give you a little rumble in your seat and everything like that. Tesla just got fined millions and millions and millions of dollars by China and the UK, but the Chinese government finds them for build quality on cars. Do you know how shitty your car has to be to be in trouble with the Chinese government for build quality? <laughs> what I've heard too is, that, yeah, and it's the response time. Like, you do have an issue. Like, it's... Well, and yeah, they're using Home Depot parts to put the cars together at the factory. The fucking wheel axles are falling off while people are driving them down the street because they're built like shit by idiots in California. Yeah, the whole... Th- it's a real shoddy operation. Tesla? Yeah, Tesla's been really bad for about six years. They've been putting out very, very dangerously crappy cars. Huh. Well, I'm well, I'm buying one every when I can afford it. So <laughs> uh, I, I'm freaking I, buying one. 
I see if shit. I can test drive it for as long as possible because you don't. Well, want they're to building. Speaking of that, you and Danny, like it did those women in fucking California last week. Every car fucking kills people. What are Not you talking brand, about? Brand new cars don't lose axles. Oh my god, man. whatever, dude. They don't. That's how Tiger Woods lost his legs, dude. They so they're they are actually losing an axle. It was something like that. Hold on, they're building a brand new Tesla uh, dealership, like literally, I don't know, two minutes from my house right now. So that's. Gonna be interesting. So I will be able to test drive one, hopefully. How much should I go for? Uh low end thirty-five, but you can spend up to fucking two hundred, maybe a hundred and sixty, about a hundred and sixty if you get a plaid S with like self-driving and all that shit, you know, added really to it. The twenty-two inch rims and shit like that. So shitty that China won't let them be used by anybody. I don't care. You can read whatever you want to me about it. I like them. You don't have to break down my like of the car. Anything and they're trash. Okay. But what did it said Chinese won't let the research. Yeah, now they're military and state. They're that dangerous, and then they find them last week. I don't care about what China has to say about Tesla. <laughs> they got like all, sixteen thousand like really. dollars per owner okay. in in the UK. All right. You okay. brought up earlier uh, about ScarJo. ScarJo. Scarlett. Well, I don't. She came was, out recently, not only because the movie's coming. Well, out. I guess it's just yeah. There's a lot of promo for the movie, and I'm excited to see the movie. I haven't seen um, it. Yet. I'm a little, I'm a little upset that you got to pay for it on Disney Plus. Oh. You got to pre-order to watch it on Disney Plus. It's like, come on. Yeah, like they did with Mulan and Cruella. Yeah, like Mulan, and I kind of thought they said that was an unsuccessful test. At least Mulan was. It seemed. I don't I'm remember. Late. I'm in no rush. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like we waited this long anyway. I'm not going to throw you an extra. 40 bones or whatever it's going to be. 30, yeah. 29, yeah. 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 I don't care enough, but I do want to see the movie. Well, if it was like Jessica and Daniel were really excited or, you know, I had people over there like, Oh, it's going to be, but I don't, you know, they don't seem to care. It's going to be too much for Daniel. I think it's, it's all fighting and adult. it's kind of more adult. I'm so stoked for it now. I was working the other day watching the NBA game on the big screen at work and a commercial came on. It was like a sneak peek during the TNT game. Oh man, it was so dope. I was just like on the edge. I was just at the edge of the bar, like a little kid, eyes wide open. They showed some action scenes with uh, what is uh, the Russian Captain America's name? Oh, okay. David Harbor. No, um, not KGBs. That's Batman. Yeah. Um, whatever. Something not soldier, not Winter Soldier. But anyway, uh, what? Yeah, whatever he's getting. Crimson Dino. Yeah, Crimson. Uh, God damn it. Crimson Goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good one. <laughs> that famous character. Crimson Dynamo. That's uh, actually a Iron Man bad guy. I think <laughs> the the Russian Iron Man. But anyways, it was a really exciting trailer. And the moves from um the baddie. Oh, God, I'm just having a real bad name. Who's the guy who mimics all the moves? Red Guardian. Oh wait, Red Guardian. Uh, you're right. The guy who mimics all the moves that like learns them. Yeah, the bad guy, kind of Destro, uh-huh. kind of looking guy. He's gonna be the bad in this. But a lot of people are saying that it's gonna be a clone of Clint. someone we either Clint or. I think it's got to be Clint, but there was another name I read. I could, it probably was Clint, to be honest with you. So they, they, at one point, they're going to rip his yeah his mask off, and it's going to be Jeremy Renner under there. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. He's one of my favorite characters. I use him a lot in the game I play. I'm just drawing a blank on his name. I keep wanting to say Deathblade or Switchblock or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it is something silly. I can't pull it out of my ass either. They don't sure. have it listed on the IMDb. They don't have the character. The, uh, no, I think they just have the name. They only yeah. have the name because they don't know who's playing or something in the movie. Yeah. Right. And they'll, they'll yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm just going to wait. Like you guys said, I'm not going to pay the 30 bucks. So sorry, yeah. Disney. Well, I'm going to pay the 30 bucks. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I say that Jake, Jake, I say that and I'm going to definitely do it. You know, the day it comes out, I'm like, I got to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's cheaper than the three of you going to the theater. Oh, look at this. You're right. William Hurt is in it as Thaddeus Ross. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ross yeah. From Hulk. Hulk. And he'll definitely be de-aged. I mean, he's been in a couple. He was in the Avengers movies a couple times. And or was it Civil no. War? And then, yeah. He appeared once and was mentioned once, right? He was in Hulk, and then he was in Civil War, and then he was in one of the Endgame in Infinity War movies. Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's post credit, too. Yeah. I remember that. But they say there are still plans for him to become Red Hulk. Um, um, I believe that. Which then they can yeah, just Hulk. use his voice. You know what I mean? Roll. Well, especially with She-Hulk and shit, I could see using Red Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always kind of thought Red Hulk was a pretty interesting character. It is pretty neat. Well, that, it's a very like that new Hulk is so good. It's a shame they can't incorporate that without destroying everything that they've got the, going on. I heard there's a new New Hulk number one coming out. The Immortal Hulk, though that run. Yeah, that's been a good one. I kind of been reading that here and there whenever I could. It sucks that they can't do that with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Like, it'd be cool if they'd do, like, an Elseworlds-type movie where he was full-blown Hulk like that, in his own head, fighting the demons, mm-hmm. doing the weird existential work, but also... Kind of a dark, darker Netflix thing. Yeah, it'd be cool if they could do it without it really fucking with people's head over what's canon and what's not, you know? Okay, that's something I read today that the well, I don't want to spoil it. Does Matt, it doesn't we can move on. Are you talking well, about Loki? Yeah, and Loki they Matt pretty Paul, much haven't seen it yet. You go ahead. Well, this isn't a spoiler. Um it's they pretty good. much they pretty much kind of state in Loki that when Coulson dies, he dies. As far yeah. as what you know, and that Agents of Shield it's is not. Isn't, well, no, it's just, it's not, can't, it's not, it doesn't, ex- I don't think it exists. Really. It was the first thing that is kind of undid Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is really the only thing that yeah. for sure said is being removed from canon. Yeah, is, is Loki is the first thing, yeah, like Jake just said, to kind of give it a good kick in the ass out of the, out of the canon. And then I think the writer or producer did say today, he's like, well, let's just say that if it does exist, it's at a different streamline somewhere or, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not part of the holy timeline. Yeah, it's it's definitely not part of the timeline. Would be would it Agents of Shield? Would it be like when Coulson was dying? It was a he created like this whole story as his death. I mean, I think that's a real romantic way to look at what they did to us. But yeah, it's true because he did die in Agents of Shield. It wasn't like it just jumped into the show and he's alive. They did really bank on that he died in the Avengers movie. Yeah, but yeah, maybe he was dying and he thought his death would have value where it would inspire the Avengers to go on and save. Yeah, but I yeah. think I think really, I don't even think it's that they abandoned the show. I think it was all the future talk and implications they did about like right the later years in the MCU that they need undone to go into this Krang shit. Because it, would, would, it wouldn't make sense that that many years in the future they wouldn't know about these giant fucking war events that are about to happen. Well, but the multiverse. Yeah, works. and well, we didn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they messed around with the Kree a lot, and it's like, not I think really Marvel has... Learning about no, it, no, not I wasn't arguing with you. Matt. Oh said, yeah, yeah. Matt said the timelines would take care of Shield still existing. The multiverse the would take care of. But no, would just take care of the different. Not, future. not with how we've been shown how it's regulated now. Don't you agree, Jeff? The holy timeline has to. Yeah, be- I, don't, I don't think it's like a spinoff of the Infinity oh, they Wars. Or, they, they explain. They explain how the multiverse works. Right. Uh, they really show you how it works. Yeah. And like, and I mean, like they do it like it's a hi, kids. Today we're it's like a seventy. Yeah, it's like a seventies. Like it's that kind or of fifties shit. Yeah, that's the first episode. Yeah. All right, we're oh, gonna dude. watch that. I'm telling you, it's a, it's great. I'm gonna watch the second one as soon as we're done here tonight. 
But yeah, I think I think it's the clearest, most succinct work they've really done since fuck Civil War. Yeah, where like the details you're being fed are intentional. It doesn't seem like there's a wasted second in Loki. Seconds. There's you really have to look. I read some stuff like Sharon Carter's in it. Yeah. Um. You just there's so much going on. You like, really have to keep and your eyes it's all open. meaningful. It's not just Easter egg bullshit. No, it's very meaningful. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's it's, it's it's pretty cool, cool, dude. And I can see how this was supposed to be the first one of the three we were going to get. Really? Yeah, it was supposed to be this, then Wanda, then Falcon. But the mm. uh, CGI on this was taking longer, and they wanted to put something out. And so they, they put Wanda, and they, they agreed that it didn't hurt the story of any of them. Well, I think you're right, and I think it almost makes more sense, because as we're coming out of COVID, you know what I mean, and yeah. back into Marvel then you're coming to this timeline jumper of TV that we all probably watched during COVID or, you know, you had to watch everything because there was nothing to watch because there was no new content. Yeah. So we watched old Mary Tyler Moore's. We watched old fucking happy days or whatever, you know, yeah, I know Malcolm happy days was that. Yeah. Malcolm in the middle, shit like that. And yeah, then it was but, like, so you're slowly rebooting into Marvel again. Right. Kind of like can, vision is rebooting. In the first episode that this was, Excuse this me. was more of a clear start of a new phase. Totally. Yeah. yeah, the other the other shows are just kind of like moseying through this story in the universe we're in. This one's very much like, hey, that shit we were dealing with, dumb now. Uh, Done. Yeah, yeah. Well, Taika, I, I probably said Taika Wahidi. Is that you said? I think that's as close Ta- as any of us. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He when they finished Ta- rapping, he put out a great tweet when they finished rapping "Love and Thunder," and he was just like, completed it. This is paraphrasing, obviously, but completed you know, Love and Thunder, blah, blah, blah. He goes, one of the most fun, exciting, emotional, like he put all the adjectives on top of it. He's like, I've ever made, been a part of. He's like, you guys are going to absolutely love it. And I, I believe in 1000% after, um, you know, Ragnarok is the most rewatchable Marvel movie there is to me. Outside yeah. of maybe Iron Man. I mean, we've talked about this a lot. Iron Man 1 and then to me, Guardians and Ragnarok right there, 1, 2, and 3. But I'm so excited for that movie. More than anything else they have coming out right now. Winter Soldier does a really good is a really good movie too. It's like a good spy. It is. Film. Yeah, I I agree, but I think I have to be more of in the mood for like a spy. Yeah, type. no, I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with Jeff's uh, statement. I'm just saying that it is also like an awesome movie because it transcends the superhero genre. It, I can see Winter Soldier being like the most watchable one to someone who didn't like superhero movies. Yes. Or the or comedy. But I would say I would say Ragnarok (laughs) is probably my favorite of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, and obviously, you know, as we talked over the years, I'm a huge Hulk guy, and it's the one movie where I felt Hulk was yeah almost right like yeah. right there like perfectly almost the right monsters they could let him be in this yeah. universe who like, had humor and a little bit of you know emotion and, and um but still was just a powerful badass yeah a little bit of humanity shining through which of the marvel movies would you say is the most either overrated or overhyped oh man oh, um panther. this is a great question Black Panther sucks. I haven't rewatched see that one in a while. I need to go back. It doesn't, it doesn't suck. That's not fair. Black Panther's fine. I would agree 100%. And at the time, it was touted in this way, and I think it was very much of the moment, and everybody was doing a little bit of a uh, white guilt thing. I really liked certain parts. I really like certain parts of it. I really like certain parts of WandaVision, and it's fine, too. Oh, I really like WandaVision. It's fine. It's got more plot holes than anything the MCU's done. Maybe. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out ones that are obviously bad. So I'm not gonna be like Rack or Thor. Yeah, Thor two. Dark, Dark World, World. Overhyped or, Dude, or Iron Man listed as not good. 
Everyone agrees. Ultraman, uh, ult, I mean Ultraman. Ultron was like was right. liked when it came out, but I don't think it was ever over. No, it doesn't hold up. I'm gonna say it set the stage. Yeah, but Spader, they went they went after Spader when he got that show and was playing such a great villain on NBC, and then he turned out to just not be the right Ultron. That was the first time they did like well, Star. He's fucking. always been very smug. Yeah, but I think that was also like the first time they did Star fucking casting. And then now I think they. I don't think they'll do it again. Right. And I can't remember mine. It just popped in my head. I mean, some guy. Uh, I'm really having to think about it. So it's a really great question. And I love Spader and I was excited because I thought his villain on the blacklist is an amazing villain. Right. Maybe one of, maybe one of the uh, Avengers movies. They were great. Don't get me wrong. But one of the Well, you know what, Matt? I'd say the Avengers. I find it does not <laughs> hold up over time. Yeah, it does not hold up over time. The, co- the costume design of some of the characters is awful. Um, it's Joss Whedon through and through who maybe my opinion of him sours me now. Um, it just looks so like green screeny. I mean, there's some great moments, but part of it, some of it just feels like... It might make me a bad person. It's not even him being a creep. It's how bad he massacred the Justice League that made me really hate him. Yeah, see, I think you're right, Jake. I look at that and I see I see that I see how that Avengers could have been a better movie just like Justice League is a better movie without yes like it's like once you found out a partner cheated on you and then you think about other opportunities they had you're just like but you're like you were a piece of shit the whole time probably what else did you fuck up yeah and that's how I feel about him like how how good could the Avengers movie have been if Whedon wasn't in there putting his dick in the pudding because look how bad ruined Justice League man I had one and I can't think of it but I'm, I'm going to go with the Avengers now. Ant- the other one will come to me. So. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I also oh, oh, oh. think it's a highly rewatchable movie. Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think those two kind of have to go together. I agree. All right, here's mine. I'm not going to say the second one because I think universally people really don't like it. Unless people really do, then it's going to be my new number one. But the first Sony Spider-Man movie, um, I think, is overhyped as hell. Whoa. Um, I Ant-Man don't. Field? No, 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 no. Tom oh, Holland. No, Tom Holland. Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, they're all Sony. You guys are right. I mean, the new modern. But I like that Sony. you and Matt's brain both went to different spots <laughs> when you said Sony. No, I only said. Well, uh, they're all together now. I, I know. It'd be really great. You said Garfield. Okay. Uh, I thought Toby's going to die. But I did. I did think he was thinking about Toby. So, yeah. No, no, no. I fucking love that movie. Okay. That movie wow. rules. Interesting. Yeah. And you know what? I think the second one's shittier. So it's like, those are my opinions of those movies. All right. All right. That's interesting. Well, this, the second one is worse because Robert Downey Jr. is not in it. But the second one is god awful. It's like Iron Man 2 bad to me. Hated it. Mysterio was awful. I just hated that movie. Danny and I rewatched it the other day and I just could, I was sitting there cringing. I'm really excited for the new one because Toby and Andrew are going to be in it. <laughs> Um, but I've never been a big Tom Holland guy. And I think if we go back into the past episodes, I've said this before. Interesting. Yeah. I do think he's I, the best Spider-Man. I agree with Matt. I don't. I think well, Andrew, to me, is the best Spider-Man. And to me, Toby's the best. Uh, Toby was a good P- Peter Parker. Peter Parker. I wanted to say it. But- cool, like we got in the animated series. Yeah. But I don't think he's right. a good Peter Parker to the comic books. I think Tom Holland is. You're right. Tom Holland's the best representation of the comics. He's I, both. I think Andrew and Toby were more representations of the animated series. Interesting. Totally. But I, I think Andrew is Andrew was my favorite Spider-Man. Like in the suit, the quips, the voice, the just 
he was kind of, I don't know. I, those movies I weren't great. I liked him as Spider-Man, but his Peter Parker, he's too fucking Too cool. tall, too cool. He's too, too cool, good looking. Man. He's too slick and smooth and fucking, I'm going to bust a move on this skateboard and look at all these girls yeah. looking at me. And yeah, with the hair. Spider-Man. He was like, he was like the dude from 90210 if he was Peter Parker back in the day. And who, I know who, yeah, exactly. Uh, what's his name? He passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, legend. But Luke Perry. Luke Perry. But it and I and I feel like a real nerd saying this, but it breaks my heart that some little like nerdy fucking fat kid went to go see Spider-Man at like nine years old when that movie came out and Spider-Man was the coolest kid at school. Well yeah, but I mean Peter that was never a fat kid. Yeah, but he Peter was actually Parker, skinny. Peter Parker's got supposed to be the bigger. hero of the kid who can't get laid. He's supposed to be like the incels fucking guy. Yeah, but Tom Holland is like one of the world's biggest heartthrobs right now. So it's yeah, like but it, as a result, but being but the nerdy Peter Parker is the oh shucks, fuck, I'm gonna step on my own dick while I'm trying to talk to this girl guy, not the That was hey. Toby. To me, Toby, I mean Toby was better at it, but I think he played like the real didn't get his confidence from being Spider-Man as a teenager, like Spider-Man does in the books. Right. And by the yeah. time Spider-Man's an adult in the books, he's more like, bitches be crazy, but I gotta do my work and I gotta be a hero. It's oh, like, dude, I always liked that Peter who was balancing Black Cat yeah. and Mary Jane. Like in the Spideyverse. Yeah, he's more like the dude in the Spideyverse, <laughs> as opposed to being an adult who's still like teenage angst. But I think we got a right. lot of that in the cartoon, which is what I was speaking to. I think Toby really captured the essence of the cartoon. You mean the later age Spider-Man who was, you know, overweight, eating pizza? and Yeah, like that's the trajectory of the 60s Spider-Man is like he he's just beat. He accepts it, but he's not like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, fuck it, man. I'm going to eat a pizza. I got work tomorrow. I got to go beat the fucking Hobgoblin tonight because he's robbing some shit. It's, but it's not like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I told Mary Jane I go. He's like, well, I guess I'm letting down Mary Jane tonight. Like, it's. I guess my thing is I never liked the neediness of Tom Holland Spider-Man. And this has nothing to do with him as an actor. This is a, you know, a written in thing yeah. uh, to Tony Stark. I just never liked it. I never he Spider-Man didn't need Stark tech for many years, for decades and decades and decades in the comic books. You know, he didn't, he might've created some cool shit himself, but it wasn't Stark level iron spider fucking craziness. Oh, you know I, what I mean? I agree with you, but I also get the, the writing desire to be like, cause you know, in the sixties, Iron Man and Spider-Man were kind of on an equal level of this was unfathomable technology. So these like little secret geniuses were doing a thing. And now Spider-Man's level of tech, other than the web is very feasible. Well, it just feels like it's, Peter, he's always been so, I have no friends, except for his amazing friends, I guess. But uh, <laughs> what was, is that what it was? Well, yeah, <laughs> and they didn't give him, like, Norman to the extent. His extended family in the in the newer movies isn't quite as much of his life. They're more about his school life right. yeah. than it is his life life so far. Yeah. And I think you're totally right about the upcoming movies where we're going to see older versions of characters that he'll know about in his universe. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Goblin and Hobgoblin and Craven and all yeah. these different characters that then he'll be keeping an eye on and maybe we'll get more into that social aspect of Peter's kind of extended family. It might be interesting to see a paranoid Peter Parker who knows these characters exist on his world, but they're not. Okay, so can I'll put out a question. Are they going to Batman... Peter Parker. Are they going to make Spider-Man the impetus of these villains existing because he knows in other worlds they exist? I mean, that is Batman's thing, but so like 
by him being Spider-Man, there has to be then a Hobgoblin, a Green Goblin, a Craven, because he knows of their existence and he's, you know, he's watching these people who aren't these people yet. And he turns them into them, essentially. You know what I mean? So you disagree with the premise of the movie Joker. What do you mean? That in that one, Joker creates Batman. Well, isn't that your, everyone's argument? Is it, well, no, I'm no, saying that they. No, it's ju- it's the Joker's argument, like twice in the comics and once in a movie. And it's just to get inside Batman's head, but it's no one else's argument. It's like a fun way for like professors well, to talk about Batman, but it's no one's argument in the, in the universe. Well, the, the, the Batman's enemies only exist because of Batman exists. Yeah. I thought that was a common theme through Batman, kind of. The Joker's, like I said, the Joker's put it forward like three times, but it's not It's not like an agreed upon thing. It's not like Batman's tortured by the fact that that's true because it's not accepted. It's, it's oh, no, no, no. But I've always thought it was something Batman refused to believe or accept. But everyone else kind of is like, yo, dude, like if you weren't such an asshole, um, these people wouldn't react the way they do no, and become the people that they are. All right. I think I think there's been a couple of inside jokes in like the Tom Snyder run because he grew, he's like our age so he right. all the same stuff as us. I think there's been a couple inside jokes where Batman has made comments like oh, maybe I should have never dressed like the bat now I got to go out and fight a clown. But I right. think it's more like the costume angle of the supervillainy than it is like the fact that they're there and running gangs. I mean it comes up in the the Nolan movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Joker posits like I'm your creation. Well, doesn't even the girl say it to him? I think one, not the um, the, the one. He, yeah, the, before she like she knows, and then she kind of brings it up. Yeah, Rachel Dawes. Yeah, those are good. You know, I want to watch those. They're on Netflix. I think I kind of want to go back. I don't. I haven't got a proper binge of those three movies in a while. Talk about a bad dude playing a bad character. Which one? Fucking Bale, dude. Oh, you don't like him as Batman? No, I think it's like one of the best bat suits. I think they were directed very well. I think they were well written. I think he is a trash Batman, and I think he is a trasher Bruce Wayne. I think he's the worst Bruce Wayne there's ever been. Wow, Matt, you're a bat guy. What do you say? I'm not a huge bat guy, so I got to hear about this. A little injured, like not even suave, but like <clears throat> serious in a party. Bruce, like Bruce Wayne's supposed to be trying to play himself off that he's an aloof dipshit. Right, like Bruce. Bruce Wayne is the costume. Yeah, but that, that costume involves him being like, like Clooney was really good at it. Keaton was really good at like aspects of it. And I think that was a great choice after just having Keaton was great at it. I think dude. Christian Bale was, but, was more than fine. Uh, no, well, there's definitely that scene in the hotel where he I gets think, drunk in the water. Your problem with him is that he's just when he's when he's not in character, he's just too serious. But Batman is is that serious? Oh no, I don't mind the way he plays the bat necessarily. The the Batman aspect of it's not as bad. I put him and Val Kilmer about equal on Batman. Yeah, I thought he was a better Wayne than a Batman. I'll but say no, that. No, I think he's the worst Bruce Wayne out of all. Of I will them. say he's a better Batman than he is a Bruce Wayne. He's a terrible Bruce Wayne. Then Clooney though. He can't carry Kilmer? the aloofness of like the way Bruce Wayne's been characterized forever as being the guy who goes to all these parties at night to convince people he's just a pussy hound. And or, he, or he says he's going to go and he'll, he'll make an appearance at some point. But Yeah, and he'll make a couple of jokes and walk out with a lady and then get her a cab home and then go out and fight. Just crime. to dispel the, the belief that he could be Batman. But he but he never plays it serious. Like, he never wants the character of Bruce Wayne to even be maybe perceived as someone who could be Batman. He's always Mr. <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's me, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I'm so a big, big boy. You feel... I think he did you feel... You're saying Bill left that... He's good at it. He's terrible. Like, he's unbelievable at it. 
right. I think you felt like he was so obvious he was Batman, you're saying. Yeah, like he yeah. If you lived in Gotham and you saw this dude that was just constantly like glaring at fucking parties and every time you saw a picture of him on socialite, he looked exactly <laughs> like fucking Batman. You'd be like, Man, maybe that billionaire in town's the one with all the jets. But if you saw the you know, George Clooney's Batman at a party being like whispering in some broad's ear and then stumbling over to a table faking being drunk and all that, that's that's Bruce Wayne. That's someone. Well, he did that. He was in that fountain with those two girls at that yeah. restaurant. And they're like, you can't be like he's hammered. The restaurant yeah, but he says it the way like an upper west side, like somebody who's in the stock exchange who's just like, I could do this or kill myself tonight. He doesn't say it like someone who's like, life's a party, bitch. Like he's he's not playing it. Like Bruce Wayne has been traditionally written. He's still American. He's, he's like American not Psycho. Throwing your money around and having fun that well, way. Well, that's what he's playing Bruce Wayne off. That's yeah, the, the billionaire. Yeah, Bruce playboy. Wayne's also supposed to be the idiot playboy. The well, he tells him that. Well, that's the thing. It's not Alfred has to remind him of that several times and tell it's not till alfred says that to him you, you need to spend some money you need to go out you need to show that you're a right. fucking well, no, billionaire drunken playboy he didn't want bruce to like besmirch the wayne name that's yeah. just, well not in that way but he he did want him out remember he was like you need to yeah. go to parties you need to get out and show that you're not yeah. some reclusive shut-in yeah even when he's fucking injured and he's moping around the house like fuck that oh yeah i don't like no i don't like him as bruce wayne the batman parts of the movie i, I think are fine He's too broody. Yeah. And it sucks. But I think he, those were some of the better Batman movies. Don't get me wrong. I just think they did Batman. I think they did Bruce Wayne wrong. I think well, it I think... worked for the <laughs> film and it was done deftly enough that it all came together as a good product. But I think yeah. if it was like, if it was a six issue run in the comics and it took that much of a tonal change, it would be very much looked down upon. Yeah. The third one is pretty god awful, but I'm not gonna lie, Tom Hardy carries that fucking movie, man. I I watch YouTube clips of just Bane scenes in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. The white the white guy who does some weird English accent to play that or like the I don't even care what it was. it was so I loved it though. I knew it was wrong when he was casting it. I knew it was wrong. I know it should have been Bautista back in the day. It's like, Everybody but I just picks on fucking Scarlett. Johansson. I love the voice, so dude. There would be no Bane on with the voice on Harley Quinn if there was. No, oh, we got to talk about that next. Oh, that's, that's a huge thing hilarious. to talk about. The Batman that? thing right now. Uh, what was it? The DC, Harley creator. DC won't allow them to have a scene where Batman eats Catwoman's pussy, and they'd already. They like, said a hero doesn't. They didn't say eat pussy. They said a hero doesn't do that. So the big thing on Twitter, especially right now and online everywhere, is that you know does Batman who does or does not Batman do it? Which heroes do do it? Why wouldn't a hero do it? You know what I mean? It's so funny. The best meme I've seen is they have every cinematic Batman, including the upcoming uh, Batman played by Kevin what's it Patterson, whatever. Oh. Um, and they say definitely doesn't. Yes, sometimes only if he gets it in return. Or you know what I mean. And then when they get to Affleck, this is like it's his fucking job. <laughs> oh, I saw that meme. I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> it meant no a pussy, dude. Oh my god, and it's like, so no, perfect. no, so, yes, no, yes. Sometimes only if he gets it back. George Clooney is the best, but doesn't. Says he does, but does it? Yeah. Would that be Batalingus? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, when they get to Affleck, it says like it's his goddamn job. And then Patterson's is like, Patterson's is like, yes, but doesn't enjoy it or something like that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so I saw Matt. I'm just like you. When I first saw it, I didn't know what it was in reference to. And I was just like, okay. And I just kind of 
skipping through Twitter, you know what I mean? And then when I heard the news, it came out. But now everybody's talking about Harley Quinn again. People that have never seen it are like, I've seen people all day. Okay, should I go watch Harley Quinn? And I'm just like, it's literally the funniest show I've seen in yeah, 10 years. I saw years. It was a, a headline and I didn't, I didn't open it. I'm glad we're talking about this, about the Harley creators uh, got nixed on an idea about Batman having uh, sex. Yeah, that's what we were just Batman talking about. Her, yeah. but I, didn't, I didn't read the details. Yeah. I had a, I had a uh, female friend recently. I don't want to out her, but ask if she wants to come on an upcoming episode but uh she watched the harley quinn movie with her son the movie yeah the movie and was telling me about how great it is and i was like trying to explain to her how it's not and like that it's fun but it's a real bad representation of like three of the fucking six characters in it oh the, yeah the other side characters are awful. well yeah and it's not it doesn't do them justice even Ewan McGregor is Black Mask. What a shitty Black Mask. Yeah. A great villain. And I was trying to explain to her, I was like, there's this thing, and especially in like comic book stuff, where they get lazy and they'll turn existing characters into what they need them to be for a story instead of inventing a character. And they just made him like, the Joker. She was like, oh yeah, but they can't just be inventing characters all the time. And I was like, so when I was a kid, there was this cool cartoon called Batman the Animated Series. And before that, the Joker had always had real shitty girlfriends that were super fucking bad for stories. So they made one up called Harley Quinn. And like they used her and now it's a staple and it's part of the fucking canon. But you got to swing once in a while. It's a strong part of the canon. Yeah, but you got to try once in a while. You got to make new characters. You can't just use characters poorly to do the things you want them to do. I agree with that. That's a disappointment. And I'll tell you this. That's that's what got me out of the X-Men is the X-Men tried to do that way too much. That's exactly what they're doing. They would create a character for a situation they needed to conveniently have a dumbass fucking power. Oh, you mean the books? Yeah, you yeah, just would never see this character also, again. Yeah, within, just hey, like, you can't what have the fuck? 140 people on your roster. Yeah. I agree with you. But, I mean, in a cinematic universe, they could have made up a new villain for Harley to deal with. It wasn't somebody right. on her. You know what I mean? That's yeah, why do Black Mask? And, you know, why you and McGregor? He he was I love him. He would have he just, I did not like him as that in that role. No, because you're used to reading Black Mask as like one of the toughest fucking gangsters in fucking Gotham, not this weird Broadway drug addict fucking manic fucking <laughs> gang leader that doesn't have his shit together. <laughs> You know who you reminded me of is I was staying in a hotel the other night, having a little getaway, and we I on free you know it was cable. I don't really have cable, so you don't get to choose, huh? No, nah, man, I just got away, man. I got ten animals in this house. I got to get away from these fucking monsters. <laughs> They had the Punisher movies back to back. Oh, nice. The old school ones. Oh, and, uh, Thomas Jane. No, well, no, not Dolph. I'm sorry, but Thomas Jane, and then uh, the the Chris. What's the the second guy? Yeah, uh, Warzone. So I started watching Warzone. That's how I got into it because the Thomas Jane one came on later. But Warzone, the character, the Jigsaw in that. That's what Black Mask reminded me of. How bad it was. He reminded me of how the character in Jigsaw was portrayed. And it, oh god, I, when I started watching, I was like, Ugh, that's how Black Mask felt. And yeah, awful. It just did not fit. It was so awful. Yeah, I, I agree. But then I started telling her, I was like, if you, because she was telling me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was a great show for women's empowerment. I was like, yeah, but not really. Harley's a fucking doctor. Like 
And then I told her, I was like, if you want to see the same story, basically done way better with way more respect and care towards the characters, watch the sure. Harley Quinn animated series. Oh my God. Yeah. She was like, really? And I was like, it's the, it's it's the, shit. the same point. It's her leaving the Joker to break out on her own and then dealing with the ramifications of her having been an off the fucking chain asshole the whole time she had this protection of the biggest villain in town. But she's actually got like Poison Ivy, who is like a hippie kind of character anyway throughout the story of the books being her like feminist ally instead of a psychopath fucking she's not a villain murder. she's an eco-terrorist she's an eco-terrorist but she's always been an eco-terrorist that's not a modern update of the story they're using right. the right character i agree to be your hippie they're doing it in a way that you can tell it's someone who gives a shit not someone who's got a big check from the fucking studio can I ask just a, like, not as tangent, a side question? Because I'm, I was fascinated by the character in the show. Would it be fair to say that Poison Ivy is the equal to like an Omega level mutant? Like, is she like yeah. kind of totally underpowered, under, or not underpowered, but underrespected? Like, yeah, I would say she, so. she seems like Magneto level, like, yeah. fucking. I'd give you that because once in the book, I mean, if you put her on the moon, yeah, she's worthless. You know what I mean? But like, I don't or know. Mars, if there's one tiny little seed of any little thing. Well, yeah, she'd have control over like the microbes and shit as long as they use chloroform <laughs> instead of. <laughs> That's not saying, man. She just seems so powerful. I just don't remember. I don't read DC a lot. But do they use her like that in the comic books? Like, is has there been a thing where like it takes like the Justice League and bad guys to come together? Like, you know, like say if the Scarlet not, Witch lost her mind, you know, not what I mean? really, because kind of like we just said, she's not really a super villain. She's more of an eco terrorist. So she ever does like no one's yeah okay. And even her big shenanigans, she's always kind of on the right side, but doing it the wrong yeah. way. You right. know what I mean? There used to be Iceman. I guess Iceman, someone to kind of that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, they had the right idea, but they were going about how to solve it all way too far and way too violent and way too wrong. That's her issue. It's not that she's trying to take over a whole city and kill everyone or poison everybody. It's that she's trying to get everybody out of a town where they're going to start a logging camp or yeah. get rid of a lab where they're testing things on animals or... Mm. Those are always her objectives more so than like, let's get all the jewels. I don't want to take the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. She just seems so insanely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But she's she's got a moral code about how she does her villainy. Right. Yeah, she's not like cool. bad shit crazy. And that's why I'm saying, though, like, what a great choice to have her be the foil to help Harley discover herself. Give us the one villain that we've got in Batman's universe with a conscience. Right. Is that person and develop that character a little bit more and cultivate it and do something a little bit different. That's cool. Not just taking the question and never giving her the question shit and making her like a real deft cop, even though she's supposed to be like full-blown psycho. Renee Montoya? Yeah, Renee is supposed to be gone. Johnson, dude, and I was so excited. I read the comics gone. when she got it from Charlie. Yeah. The former question. I don't know. They're, they're pretty good. I don't remember her being like that. She gets the full-blown. Yeah, it's because oh, okay. that's the whole, the question's basically like, what if Batman was aware of how insane it was of what he was doing? Yeah. Yeah, that he could be being followed, that it's putting everyone under threat, the paranoia, the, the hypervigilance of it. Yeah. It's kind of like a Rorschach, but... Rorschach is the question. Those yeah. were all Charlton comic book characters because DC had bought that company. Right. And then at the last minute, they told Alan Moore, like, you know what? You've proven us that these characters are still usable. We need mm. to change all the characters. Oh. And that was the start of him being a psycho, was he was... Alan Moore. Someone respects my art. 
I give these motherfuckers the best work of my life. And then they tell me to change it all at the last minute. Like, yeah, but it was Blue Beetle, The Question. Oh, cool. They're all the Charlton characters. I had no idea. Shazam was the only one that DC had really used after they bought Charlton. Okay. And then they took years until Alan Moore did Watchmen for them to take the rest of the characters. What about Plastic Man? Where does he come? Plastic Man's DC. Just straight up? Straight up DC. Okay. Is there any Plastic Man something coming out? Is there any talk about that? There was a rumor of a cartoon after uh, DC New 52 Adventures, but DC has changed hands so many times in the last year, two years. That, like, nobody knows what's going on with the animation department. Some of the people that worked on that New 52, not New 52, what was it called? God damn it. Yeah, New 52. Is that what? No, I think that's the comic. Yeah, that's the comic. Action Action 52, I think, is what it was called. But the one with, like, this new character design. Nice. The Cartoon Network kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like well, like show did he show up on? Was it the Brave and the Bold? <clears throat> he was on Brave and the Bold, but he was he had like four or five shorts on that new series they did two years ago. Okay. But nobody the creators were even tweeting about like we don't know if we still have the job or not. Like we haven't been told one way or another because everything's so up in the air with what's happening with DC. Speaking of, really good. speaking of being overpowered, didn't he? Didn't we bring that up once? Didn't Batman like? Wasn't he the one character he couldn't get a contingency plan for? Yeah, Batman has said like more than once in the comics that he's <coughs> the most dangerous person in the universe on the planet or in the universe. Uh, universe. He. What did he do? He shrunk himself into somebody into prison. Yeah. And then expanded while inside that person? Ripped him apart. He can do anything. He's literally unstoppable. Well, you got to be able to stop him somehow. Freeze him and melt him. His imagination's his limit. He's like the Green Lantern's ring, but he doesn't need the fucking ring or a charge. You think that... No, I know what Plastic Man's greatest... Plastic Man's greatest nemesis is sea turtles. Right? Oh, yeah. Because they can trap him around their necks forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Brainiac invented a way to trap him in an egg shape, like using technology for a while. (laughs) I remember that, Jake. Yeah. Totally remember that. They just undid it in the books like two years ago, Jeff. He looked like a weevil. I remember that, dude. Yeah, dude. Even if he's like a big ball of, of this weird. Rubber, but he can change like that. So yeah, but he, silly has, putty. but he has to be able to. He can only expand so much and, and change his mass so much. Not according to the book. What is they? Elastic, <clears throat> what if, man, Elastic Man has that issue. Who's that? Is he Marvel or DC? He's DC too, but he's the one on the Flash. He's elongated on the Flash. Man. Elongated Man, thank you. Elongated yeah. Man has limit. Is there an Elastic Man? No. No. Plastic Man's limits are his imagination. Well, wait, what about... Okay, so Mar- D, uh, the Marvel's guy is obviously Mr. Fantastic. Reed Richards, yeah. Reed Richards. What is their difference in their power set? Is there... It's really more in their personality. Their, their power Richard- set's the same. It's just the Plastic Man's doing goofy shit with his power set all the time, and Reed Richards is doing helpful things with his power set all the time. Not always. I mean, he becomes... He refuck, He fucks up the Marvel Universe, doesn't he? Like, when he gets so brainiacism? Yeah. Like, later? Yeah, but I mean, he's not turning into a beach ball and bouncing on villains <laughs> on the beach. Like, he's... Right. He's, turning into a tennis racket and smashing yeah. him into jail and shit. <laughs> Yeah, Reed can can Reed shrink? I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I don't remember ever seeing him doing yeah. that. He can flatten. Is it, you know what I mean? Yeah, he does flatten. I was gonna ask if it was his torso too. He does flatten. Yeah, but then he still gets wider. 
Yeah. Right. Fun, he does. He does. It's like a puddle of water. Yeah. Yeah. But for a second, I was thinking maybe it was just his arms and legs, but it's in neck. Because a plastic man could like shrink down to something. Oh, you could turn into a like a ping pong ball or right. a pebble. It must be a really dense. Yeah. Ball. His, his whole body's system doesn't work. Mm. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Does he poop? If Probably. He, yeah. If he ingests food. He eats a lot. He's like Dagwood in the certain comics where he's just like eating giant sandwiches all the like time. Like the Flash. Yeah, and I think they kind of do the same thing where they're saying he's burning through calories doing the shit he does all the time. Okay, so we we I brought this up in a private conversation. Wolverine, does he eat? Does he need to eat? He does not need to eat. Does not need to. He does not need to eat. All right. Because I think Nate mentioned he might get a little peckish. You know what I mean? So if oh, he did- he'd, he'd be suffering, but he'd live forever. His brain yeah. and body would be telling him he wants food, but he doesn't need food. Okay, so he can get hungry. Yeah. So, okay, so he, do- he has the urge to satiate his hunger. Yeah, he can eat and, like, get full. And, and feel like, good about it. Just like us, but when he starves, his regeneration mutation saves him faster than he right. can die. So he eats, so he's not uncomfortable, and he probably enjoys food. Just like, I mean, he doesn't like, he hasn't, doesn't have taste buds or anything. He yeah. Likes, he likes beer. Loves beer. Loves beer. He loves smoking, though, but the smoking never does damage to him over all the years. How gr- I would smoke like a motherfucker. I, I still technically have full lung capacity, and that blows my mind. Uh, um, it, so It pissed Lily well, off when I grabbed her little lung exercise and did it on my first go. I'm like, oh, shit. So let me ask you this. Wolverine can catch a buzz off alcohol, right. but it's very faint. But Captain America cannot? Is that kind of no, how? They, they've addressed that, too. Wolverine's isn't as advanced as what they've done to like Flash and Captain America. Right. Because Captain America's body's like the whole thing's on a different system and it attacks anything that's like a foreign entity in his body. Wolverine's body regenerates. So the damage happens. He so gets the, the experience. Get killed and then they well, No, thinning, thinning your blood. Yeah, until it starts hurting your... It's regenerating his brain cells, but his blood's still thin. That's yeah. not... So he gets to have a little buzz. Yeah, because you don't lose the volume of blood you have in your body when you drink liquor. You just thin it out with liquor. So if, so if Wolverine slammed that. a bottle like a, a fifth of Jim Beam, he'd be buzzed as shit. If Captain America did it, he wouldn't feel anything. No, yeah, Wolverine would be as fucked up as anybody that drank a fifth. Part of it, though, is he's been drinking since, like, the Civil War or whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. So think about that, dude. Yeah, so the it's tolerance. It's tolerance is through the roof. Oh, hey, interesting. Steve can't get drunk? Steve gets drunk for, like, moments. Barely. Yeah. And it's well, there's that scene in the movie. He's pounding a bottle of whiskey, and he's like, he's they don't tell you that you can't, you know what I mean, catch a boat. You can't get drunk anymore. Yeah. Huh. It's like the Flash. His body, his metabolism is going so hard to make that skinny little kid that monster all the time. Interesting. That it's just burning everything. He's on that Michael Phelps diet. <laughs> man, well, that's, I just love Wolverine, man. I thought I'd be the dude I'd want to be. The only drawback is he does still feel the pain, and he puts himself through some yeah. god awful shit, man. Well, but he and he has no memory <clears throat> of any of his good lives. Right, most of them. I mean, anything up until they fucking put metal in him. Oh, he yeah, he doesn't remember any of that. He doesn't yeah. remember anything until he wakes up with metal in him. That's true. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. So Disney has <clears throat> been slowly adding the X Men movies. I'm waiting till all of them are on. Excuse me, to do a proper binge. But they just threw a couple more on recently. The rest Excuse of me. them are on streaming sites, so that's why they don't have them yet. So you should be able to watch them. Yeah. Jump around from. Prime if you jump around, right? Jump around. 
Yeah. They're all in major ones, too. For, for how much longer? They'll all make it on Disney. I think it's by the end of the fall they all go to Disney, right? Jack? Yeah. I would, I'm hoping so, and I assume so. And I'm hoping that includes Deadpool as well, right? <clears throat> no, Excuse me. They're, they're going to keep Deadpool and Logan. They're going to keep a lot of the rated R stuff on Hulu. <gasps> Disney owns uh, two-thirds of Hulu now. Why have Hulu? Okay. Because they own Fox and they own Disney. Yeah, I want to go back and watch, like, The Wolverine again and Logan and kind of some of those, like, not-so-weirdly, you know, convoluted X-Men movies. I don't think I'll ever watch, you know, and I hate to say it because that was our Jordan Waliba episode, was uh, uh, Days of, not, not Days of Future Past, but the bar, the bad one. Yeah. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I don't think I can ever watch that movie, A, because that was the episode with Jordan, but I've read so many articles recently about how it's what killed the franchise. Like, it literally killed everything. Um, it, was, it didn't It didn't matter what no, they tried to do afterwards. It was I don't just think like, it's terrible either, but that's another one where I think we're watching it in context of the cartoon that it showed it to us the first time. Right. Yeah, because it is not good. And I think, I think it killed the franchise in so much as it didn't recuperate money. I mean, Oscar freaking Isaac played Apocalypse. That should be like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't, you couldn't even, if I don't, you know, he didn't really follow his career. That was his like second big thing though. He thing, just got yeah. famous for that independent movie about him being like a music player. Right. The guy with the guitar on the bus in the sixties or whatever. Yep. And then he got X-Men. Like who were the, who were the actors? Yeah. It was the young, young yeah. No, it was a mix though. Wasn't it? I thought it was. Yeah, it was their like middle movie where now they had, they were like working at the school, and I think there were younger ones coming in. Jennifer, yeah, Lawrence. it was. A, I can I barely remember. It. Yeah, movies. movies Havoc was dead. Yeah. Okay. No, wait a minute. It's not based on the first class kids. It's based on the original timeline. It took place uh, bef- right up. before Days of Future Past, didn't it? it it's McAvoy and... Um, okay, I guess I'm wrong. All right, all right. See, it's so unmemorable. I'm just like, huh? Well, no, and all those movies blend together because it's like a bald guy. Oh, yeah, Days of Future Past. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, who do you got, Matt? No, I was trying to remember. It was... It was. Oh, uh, I thought you were looking it up. Sorry. I am. But McAvoy and Fassbender. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence is Mystique. Okay, uh, shit, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose Byrne, Moira... Evan Peters is quick. So I'm completely wrong. I'm sorry. It is the first class. And Sophie. Wow. That's right. Okay. Okay. So it it's killed it. Because first. Terrible. It's just, it didn't do well at the time. And I think there were yeah, other stories out around that time that were similar. First class was so good. Yeah. Wasn't there, what was the next one after that? Or was it this one? No. I don't know. No, there was one after that. It was. Oh, maybe it was Days of Future Past oh, where they both mixed together. Oh, there was one. I don't think there was one in between Apocalypse and. No, I think. No, you're right. I think those two, because they were so bad. First class and Apocalypse. Well, I think it was Days of Future Past where they mixed the two. I think you're right. Yeah. Groups. Yeah. And that movie was Third awesome. Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse. And then the Phoenix. Deadpools came out and then Phoenix jumped in and Logan. It was right. like Logan and then two Deadpools and everything was good again. And we were like, fuck yeah. And then Marvel bought him and then Phoenix came out and the New Mutants. And it was like, oh God. I watched New Mutants and thought it was good. I liked it. I liked it. I did too. I actually was a little emotional at the end. I swear to fucking God. I was into the characters when they walked off together as a team. Yeah. Got in the bus or whatever they did. That's I was dope. like, I want to I wanted to see what these kids are gonna do. Like yeah, I was like, I, I really want to see this shit. I'm bummed out we're not gonna see them somehow join the X universe because that was what yeah. they were gonna do with those 
those kids. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was more than fine. And what a built-ass cast after they sat on it for three years. Yeah, dude. You know? Like a bunch. <laughs> That's of true, Jake. Who's big shit now? Huge now. They're, they're especially uh, uh, Valkyrie. Is that her name? Magic. Magic. I'm sorry, Magic. I mean, she's freaking everywhere. Everything yeah. I see, she's on she, the front of it. She's like one of the biggest girls going, and that's in like the last six months. Wait, and Taylor a, Johnson. She was in that chess movie. Yeah. Right. And then and then she's doing other crazy shit now. I don't like. But I think she won an Oscar. That's like, she was Oscar. Yeah. I know. I mean, that's fine to say. Yeah, I don't like Angelina Jolie's face because it's John Voight's face. I can understand that. John Voight looks like a turtle. Um, <laughs> turtle. I love turtles, but not. I have a turtle. In one specific role. You are a turtle. I am a turtle. I'm in my shell a lot. Those are NFTs. These are these are what NFTs are pretending. Right, but that's fungible. I know. Okay. Well, I think we should end it on that then, because that's a good way to end. Um, All right. Here, let me end the recording. I'm talking.